Welcome to Death of a Workaholic, where other people's stories are a piece of your map. I'm your host, Jenny Lynn, and I'm ready to take you on an adventure. Well, Tabby, I'm so excited for the debrief on season two, The Messy Middle. Me too. By the way, I just absolutely love your background. I'm totally in the festive spirit. And for those of you that are not up north like us, I think you're in what, Texas, Tabby? Mm-hmm. And I am in Arizona. It is not as easy to get in the Christmas spirit when you don't have snow. So <laughs> it's actually like 30 degrees today, though. So Ooh, it's making it better. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, well, I'm really excited for this season because this season we kind of dove straight to the punchline and said, all right, what, what did it feel like to have your feet stuck in goo? And we, oh my gosh, did we talk to some amazing people? Yeah. I think Kylie, she actually just talked about it, how she said she felt like she was straddling a line, like with two feet, one on the other, trying to get to the finish line. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a big theme for this year was priorities. Where Where is your energy going? That yeah. was a, a huge amount of this year's themes is how do you actually choose where your energy is going? In fact, I had an offline conversation with one of last season's guests, Penny Sinker, about this when I was making my own decisions this year. And she gave me a really cool word I love, decommit, the process of decommitting from things. Because it's super easy to choose something to lean into but that doesn't stop all the other things in our life that want to encroach in and and grab our time and energy for various different reasons. Yeah. Um, There's such an art to to decommitting. That's hard because I mean, you're afraid of what other people will think, I guess, Mm -hmm. if you say no and you stop doing something. So yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Well, I would say that what was so cool about this season was all the new nuggets. Like Mm -hmm. we heard from people with all kinds of different perspectives, like Travis really focused on how to bring your family into this process. So it's not you alone, but your partner, how do you actually co-create a life of of balance? That was a a huge nugget. And he has some very tangible ways of doing that. And then we had Nina who talked about her crash and burn and really kind of got into the neuroscience part of how do you actually optimize your your brain's functioning and how do you take care of your brain? Like the thing that we get paid to do, it's, it's our brain. So kind of have to take care of it. We had Tim who talked about a man's perspective in a traditional world where he had kind of, uh, you know, didn't necessarily thought that that was, I'm the breadwinner, right? I have to do this. I have this obligation. Wasn't seeing kind of the bigger picture. I love, I still use his, his quote on a regular basis about thinking that uh, everyone else is a non-playable character in our <laughs> In our video game, I was like, yeah, been there. Oh, but it was just so great to hear the breadth and the depth of what people have experienced. Yeah, I liked, it was Monica when she talked about the tree and how they're slow and they're not doing, they're doing a lot, but you can't see it. They're just more relaxed. So yeah, that was a unique perspective that I liked. Yeah. And I especially mean that because as you know, from working with me, I'm a bit frenetic a lot. So (laughs) a bit is putting it kindly. So (laughs) from an outside, no one would know from an outside view. (laughs) Hey, it's a, you know, it's a tell all thing on this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh, I also really, I love using the nuggets. As many of you guys know, I'm on sabbatical for November and I've uh, extended it for December, which is why we're recording this while I'm on sabbatical and I'm in my comfy yoga clothes. If I, if I stood up, you'd see my baggy pants and all that. Cause that's where I'm headed next is yoga. <laughs> But it definitely have used so much of the tools. Going back all the way to season one, John Arms, his daily son, has been a huge inspiration to me. I made my own for this process. And at the end of every day, I reflect on have I touched on all of the aspects that I need to, to live a grounded and centered life. So all these different tools that we've collected over the last, what, year? Mm-hmm. It's been a year now. Yeah. Wow. How cool is it to be able to dust that off and really use it in our own lives? Yeah. I was talking to my husband. I think it was after Nina's episode because all the neuroscience she was talking about and I was talking to another friend and I'm like, you just need to, I think I sent a screenshot when I was editing the transcript. I sent him a screenshot of it. I was like, listen to this, like just slow down. Like you need a break. You can't do it all and take care of your body and all of this stuff. So yeah, it was, it's all super helpful. I feel like I apply each nugget to my life. (laughs) That's amazing. And what has been your favorite nugget that has made the most impact for you this year? Hmm. I think boundaries Mm -hmm. or like just setting up boundaries I don't know. It all kind of goes hand in hand together, mm-hmm. just prioritizing your time and what's most important. And if it's Friday and something's not done, but it can wait, let it wait. Yes. Monday, instead of losing it, like I got to finish it and it's like eight o'clock at night on a Friday. So yeah, yeah. developing that muscle, the discipline muscle. And by the way, my dogs are going crazy because I am on sabbatical. So my dog has not visited his buddy. We call this doggy day to take care of my offices at my significant other's house. And so we have doggy daycare and the two run around like crazy people. (laughs) Mine's now scratching on the door. So, oh, I can relate to that. Isn't it always like the scratching on the door, barking, chasing, nails on the thing, but we love our crazy dogs, don't we? (laughs) He's growing on me. (laughs) Baby sex. Yeah. Boundaries are so incredibly important. In fact, it's what I'm focused on a lot while I'm on sabbatical. The phrase that I'm using is to walk lightly in this world, no matter how heavy the load and to release with abandon what needs to be released and to hold what is mine to hold. And I think the boundaries is really clarifying what is ours to release and what is ours to hold and how do we hold tightly to that, which is important and release what is really not ours. And a lot of boundaries is about setting up that clarity for yourself and for others. Mm -hmm. So what was your favorite episode? Mm, It's tough between Nina's and and Travis's. Um, I like Travis's because his was more about family and budgeting and how to, he said, boil it down to your needs and wants. Mm-hmm. I try to do that with my husband, but then I order a package. And he's like, you just ordered boots. You just told me we want a budget. And I'm like, darn it. So that's hard, but I've done the same thing, by the way, I'm going to be better. And then I order a package on Amazon. I'm like, what was I doing? <laughs> packages a day come in here and you want to talk about money. So <laughs> I don't know. It's a good idea if I can do it. Uh, 
And then he, I think he said he homeschools his kids and everything and they just travel and all that. So getting to that kind of place, I mean, that's amazing to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. But, um, so I don't know. I think I liked his, it's tough, him and Nina's because Nina's was good about stress. And I think she used the example of if you're so stressed and you're working that muscle, like your fight or flight is gone. Like if a car was coming to hit you, you'd just be so out of it that you wouldn't even know what to do. So that was important because I'm like, oh gosh, I don't ever want to get to that kind of place. And anyone I know, I do know someone who seemed like they were getting to that point. And I think I screenshot it. I'm like, listen to this. Like she's a specialist because that's important. It is so important. And Tanya actually talks a little bit about what happens when you don't listen to those cues. Big reason I'm on sabbatical now. I've done a really great job of reinventing my relationship with work, but being a single mom and going through what we've went through as a family for three years, my fight or flight system was keyed up. To, I mean, you again, you've worked with me, Tata. You've seen it. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm freaking out. And I know I'm not supposed to freak out. And it's not worth freaking out over. But I'm totally freaking out. <laughs> no. That's what happens. You go to this extreme either overreaction or under where you're just disconnected and disassociated and you can't even actually sense that you're needing to respond or react to something. And at some point, your nervous system is just like, I need some help. And mm -hmm. uh, you have to step away from the noise to reset a baseline. And I, I like to say a baseline because the Janet Barrett season one uh, talked about it is your baseline sometimes needs to change after you've gone through something. Your baseline isn't always the same as what it was before, but to yeah. reset to a baseline that works for where you are right now so that you can start to vacillate again at an appropriate level, right? I'm reacting appropriately to what's going on. I am filtering those responses appropriately and I'm able to have that metacognition or that thinking about thinking. Arthur Brooks talks about this in his book, How to Build a Life. How do you actually understand and interpret the reactions your body is having and your emotions and your thoughts so you can do what you want to with them and choose how to engage with them versus letting them drive the bus? Yeah. Um, that's what happens when we're burned out. We, we stop driving the bus. Yeah. Oh, so that was season two. Let's do a quick drum roll. What were the top three episodes in terms of viewer ratings? And we use a combination, always disclosure here, because that's, I'm a data kind of a gal. So uh, we use a combination of 30 day downloads um, and total downloads just to honor the fact that that episode's been out for the same amount of time. So using those two things combined and then understanding that some of our episodes have only been out a couple of weeks. So we try to adjust for where they're at currently. Uh, downloads relative to the normal episode and then come up with our top three viewer downloads. So let's start with number three, Tabby. Number we four. We're going to do four because he had some close calls. I forgot that. Okay. So number four yeah. was from September. It was Tim Ash, care oh. more about less. Oh, and that was one of my favorite quotes in that whole episode. I cared more and more about less and less. <laughs> That's freaking brilliant. I love that one. To be at that point. But okay. Number three was just two weeks ago, I think, Kylie Peters, Defining Success. Oh, I loved Kylie's episode. What was your favorite nugget from her episode? So she gave the example of, Defining success for yourself, it's not the same for everyone. Yeah. And don't compare yourself. Like if you see someone living their best life, you don't know what they're going through yeah. or how they feel. Like if that's 
if they look successful to you, then, I mean, they might not feel that kind of success. So. And what's interesting about that is we had that same thing crop up all throughout all both seasons. In fact, Brittany episode like two covered that, like what fills your cup, really understanding what fills your cup. So we have had that kind of theme throughout. What I loved though, with Kylie's kind of grab on that theme is she talked about alignment. So it's not just about uh, defining that success, but it's ensuring that work, your business, your life and everything all slot into making that life happen and everything fits like a puzzle and how yeah. to make a puzzle fit. So I really loved that imagery of you're building a puzzle. Your life is a puzzle you're pulling together and what pieces go where so that the little, and I don't even know if she used that image, but that's what came to mind when she was talking. Yeah. So the pieces fit perfectly in mm-hmm. one or the other. And I love that, that concept of alignment. And I think in Brittany, she also talked about that. She mm-hmm. said sometimes she likes to go to work and not be with her kids. And then sometimes she does like to be with her kids. So it's just all about what is right in the moment. Like mm-hmm. last week I was off Well, I was working, but my kids were all home and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't, I want you guys to go back to school. <laughs> but <laughs> then when they're at school, sometimes I'm like, oh, I just want to spend time with you. So it's all, it's just, I guess it's all the moment in time. Okay. But number two was Travis lifting the burden. And that was because he had the lift model is why I named it that. So it helps create a happy and balanced life. Yes. He talks a lot about Travis. He really brought in the family into it. He made things very concrete, was able to articulate how to make trade-offs, how to really make good decisions so that you can have this this life of balance and balanced growth. So yeah, just, just a great concrete model that incorporated the whole family unit, which is fantastic. And number one was Nina burnt out. Nina's episode made me cry. How to say that. I think it did. I think I messaged you saying that it made me cry. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them, I think. I don't remember. I know for sure Nina's did. Yeah. And, and in a good way, good kind of tears, you know, good kind yeah. of present with someone's reality, but also just so powerful in the learnings and the nuggets and love the way she brought together, you know, organizational psychology with, you know, your neuroscience and she, she's really doing some cool things. And, you know, also has a TED talk out there, if you want to learn more about what she teaches and does just, just an amazing way to take your own life experiences and turn them into something. That yeah. What a great set of episodes. What a great set of people. So as we move into season three, I am quite, quite excited, guys. So some shifts on the horizon for season three. So number one, season three is not about workaholism. I know I'm breaking the mold. Season three is really about unpacking this idea that we all have reasons for working. We all have our relationship with work. We all have reasons for doing what we do. We all have drivers. We all have motivations. And what I want to do is separate out this idea of workaholism from just what, what defines our relationship with work. So we're going to be talking to people from all walks of life, retired folks, um, stay-at-home parents, uh, college kids. We're going to be trying to hit the gamut, entrepreneurs, management, individual contributors, all across this entire gamut of possible roles that we can have with work. And we're really going to get into what is the soundtrack? So if they were to put a soundtrack to their relationship with work, what would it be? And why? 
And our goal is to really bust down this whole definition of work. Because work isn't just I go to work and I do stuff and I make money in return. Work is this idea. It's a compulsion to pursue a to-do list, right? For That's what we've talked about, I think, for the last couple of seasons. It's it, The switch happens when work steps in the driver's seat, whatever that work is. And I will tell you, I have met stay-at-home moms who are like, go, 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 go. Like, I got this place to be and this place to be. And I'm going to get my kids over to that museum for that enrichment activity. I'm like, they probably need the same thing we do. Yeah, I am not. I wish I was. I kind of <laughs> wish I could like that, but I'm not. <laughs> So whenever, you know, behind every face is a real person with a real story and a real reason for doing what they do. And what I want to do is expose the stories, the beautiful, the hard, the, you know, the painful, the lovely, the hopeful, all the different stories that people have around work so that they can find their own definition of work. Because if you can't define work for yourself and your relationship with work, it's very hard to recognize, is that relationship actually working for you? And at its core, I know there's a lot of definitions around workaholism, but I just define it simply that when the relationship with work is no longer working for you. At yeah. that point, it's workaholism in my book. And I know that's a really like generic <laughs> definition, but it's it's where it's flipped. You're no longer in the driver's seat. The work is in the driver's seat. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So I'm excited. Season three is going to be a ball. We're going to have lots of music and singing and... Um, laughing and crying, I'm sure, and storytelling. And hopefully everyone will be able to see aspects of their own lives and themselves in this kind of cross-section of characters. The other thing is we're going to slow it down a little bit. We're going to do a season in a year. And really what that allows us to do is curate amazing guests, get a really just different guest. You know, we try to get people from all different walks and corners of life. And the more time we have, the best we can can curate and find these nuggets, these these folks that that, you know, aren't necessarily the usual cast of characters, shall we say, that you would see on a podcast. And that's really my goal is to interview someone you haven't seen before, or you haven't heard of before, or heard from before. Because frankly, that's that's fun. It's something new and different. And there's so many beautiful stories that everybody has and very few people get to tell. Yeah. I'm excited if you do get that mom on there who's taking her kids everywhere, interview her because I want to hear her. <laughs> I have some phone calls to make. I, I have someone in Minnesota that I'm thinking of when I say that. So <laughs> to see if I can dust off the Rolodex from 15 years ago. <laughs> uh, well, Tabby, what are you most excited for heading into the end of the year and next year? With the podcast? Or... Ooh, I actually want to do it both. Let's do the podcast and then, and then let's do bigger because I love dreaming. Okay, so for the podcast, I hope to get more listeners. Mm -hmm. I think everybody wants, everyone needs to listen to it because I feel like it can apply to pretty much everybody. I mean, so I hope that our listeners at least double. That's, mm -hmm. that's my goal. Mm -hmm. um, in life or work life, I'm excited. I don't know. I don't know what I'm excited for. I love how I put you on the spot. I know. Now I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> Warning, guys. This is what I do to our guests sometimes, too. So. I don't know. I'm excited. I guess maybe I'll get my life together a little bit better with work and kids and this puppy. Oh, He's look at that photo. Oh, being potty God. trained. So maybe he'll be potty trained next year. But so I'm not so frazzled. 
Mm -hmm. I just get frazzled easy. So <sighs> to be more organized. Mm -hmm. What are you excited for? Or embrace the embrace the chaos one or the other, right? I know. I know. I don't know why I got a puppy when I have three. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm heading into some pretty significant changes for work and life. So what I'm really excited for heading into the end of year is um it's really it's really focused on the home and my kids and my family and really getting that baseline for all of us, that 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 routine, that baseline that we can work from and grow from, um, established. So this next couple of months is all really about that. And I'm, I'm really enjoying watching my kids flourish and being able to be slowed down a little bit more because I, I don't have work. So I'm able to slow down and be present at their pace, at their speed and meet them where they are. Something I felt like I haven't been able to do for a while is really truly meet them where they are, wherever that is. I'm really excited for that. And then from that space, really getting into some cool things. I don't want to give it away next year. So there'll be some announcements coming as we head to the end of the year, but I am going to be making some changes while I still keep Jenny Lynn going in the live. Um, I'm excited. Can't wait to hear what it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening this year. It's been a, an absolutely fantastic run. I cannot wait to see you next year and warning there will be singing. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Death of a Workaholic, where other people's stories are a piece of your map beyond workaholism. I'm your host, Jenny Lynn, and if this was a valuable addition to your map, then please like, subscribe, or follow, or sign up for my newsletter to get updates when new episodes are dropped. You can reach out to me at podcast at JennyLynnErickson.com, or you can go to my website, deathofaworkaholic.com. If you have a map that you think would be valuable for other people, then please reach out and see if we can book you on the show that is podcast at JennyLynnErickson.com or deathofaworkaholic.com. And I can't wait to see you on the next drop.